This is the Weekly Scramble, a place where we chat about life over a cold one or two. It's time to belly up to the pod with Mike Fratelloni and your host, Chris Reavers. That's right. It's time for the Weekly Scramble. My name is Chris Reavers. By my side, his name is Mike Fratelloni with Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. Hello, Michael. How you doing, Reavers? I am. I am well. I am well, and I'm glad you're here. Uh, we had to take last week off. We couldn't get the schedules in order, and that, you know what? That kind of thing is just going to happen from time to time. I so think I'm- it's like. When you kiss a girl super, super well, like just you make out like super well, and then you just don't call her for a week because you know what she's thinking? I need more of that. I need more of that. That's a very, very so good what analogy. We did is we kissed our audience we really super, did. super well at, at, the, the fair. at the fair. Yes. And then after that, we just said, you got to wait for it. You got to earn it. We, you got to You know it. what I'm going to do? What's I'm going to make you wait and come back yeah, to me. Yeah. Yeah. So you're going to be do. calling and saying, where is. The weekly scramble, and we uh, did in in the in the preparation process that we normally go through during the weekly scramble. We both brought so much content mm-hmm. to the table mm-hmm. that we flipped a coin to see who was going to oh, go first. I didn't, and I didn't. you did. Okay, can I start with this this great? So I'm great letting story. you. The floor is yours, Michael. I cannot wait to see where you take us. This is this is a different story because it's not it's not like one of those stories that. You haven't heard before. It's about a man who finds a me- or buys a metal detector, right? He went to the doctor, and his doctor said, hey, you need to get out a little bit more. And sure. it's a Norwegian guy, and he bought this metal detector. He's, it, I hated the fact that he's 51 years old, and the doctor's telling him, oh, you need to get out more. I'm 52. Like, get, get off your ass. Get moving, right? <laughs> you the doctor has to, yeah, to You shouldn't have to buy a metal detector. Well, anyways, he buys this metal detector, and of course, what does he find? He finds some rare gr- gold, 100 grams, three and a half ounces of gold that's really, really rare. And that's... The part of the story I thought, well, that's kind of cool. You find a few ounces of gold. Ounce gold sells for a couple thousand bucks. I'm an so ounce. sorry, I was writing something down. Yeah. Where where was this taking in, place? In Norway. Okay, in, thank uh, you. In uh, not Norway. He's a Norwegian guy, so um, I, I don't know exactly where. That's fine. That's fine. You know, but, I didn't mean but to sidetrack you. But the best uh, the best part about it is under Norwegian law, objects that date before 1537. And coins that are older than 1650 are considered property of the state and must be handed in. Wait a minute. What? So that's where I got to in this story. And I thought to myself, not a chance. If I'm if I'm some fat 51-year-old whose doctor just told him to get out there with a metal detector and I go find 10 coins valued at seven, eight thousand bucks, because it's a few ounces of gold. Maybe the coins are worth way more because they're, you know, precious metals and cool coins. If I found those coins and the state came to me and said, Hey, uh, those are from 1590. Hand them over, buddy. What would you do? So that's my question. Because obviously they they have value that you, you mentioned that. They do. But if you have to find a market for it, doesn't then the person then purchasing said coin have to clear it through the state to begin with? I, you know, people sell stuff without clearing it through the state That's all the a time. Good point. These coins were, were dated back to 500 AD, a long time ago. And, and they're only worth seven grand. Well, that's just the spot price of the gold, oh, okay. right? So gotcha. I'm sure they have some value. And it's like a necklace, it's a multiple pieces of gold. But I just thought. For the moron, like if he actually said, "Well, I guess I got to give them to the country." <laughs> Not a ch- if I'm in my backyard, Reavers, mm-hmm. and I find a nuclear weapon that's been buried since 1948 in my backyard, it's mine. 
I'm not giving it to anyone. What if you went full on Joe Dirt, thought it was a nuclear weapon, then it turns out it was just a, a bathroom or what, whatever the – you've never seen Joe Dirt. <laughs> I, I did, okay. but I don't recall that specific scene. But I thought that was a, an incredibly enlightening story, the difference between Americans – and because I think we have in America what's called finders, keepers, losers, weepers. Well, I'm going complete GL rule on it. Yeah. You know, the, the the what would that fall under? Would that be the 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 what wouldn't be the 50, 50, 90 rule? No, it would no, be more it's, it's the, definitely a possession is nine tenths of the law. Okay, I, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna run that story by the mayor tomorrow. Yeah, so I'm I, glad you brought I, that up. I don't up. think the mayor would say, "Hey, I'm gonna go ahead and give these back." I think you know what I would say. I, you know, I didn't find him here. I gotta write it down. I, I found them. I, I was on the archipelago, or I was in um, um, in Germany. Norway? Yeah, Germany. I was a Norwegian guy in Norway. Okay. So I really found that fascinating. So cool little trinkets he found. He discovered them on Thursday the seventh, which is really cool. But he had to give them back. To, so he did. He had no so choice. So he obviously went to. Did he go to the a news outlet to, he must to have, raise? A he f- must have posted it online like a moron or something instead of just putting them in your pocket. So you've traveled a lot more than I have. And when you uh, go to a destination that has a lovely beach, you Mm -hmm. always encounter at some point or another the guy, or in some cases the gal that's got the metal detector, right? I do. I always look at that person and think one of two things. Either it's a retiree and this is just kind of their morning Mm -hmm. routine and that's just what they do, or this poor bitch is going up and down thinking he's gonna he's going to retire based upon this set activity. Maybe his doctor turned to his fifty one year old self and true, said, Hey, true. you need to get out more. I mean, I can see you wanna walk on the beach. I can see I can't just walk on the beach every day and just stare at the ocean. The ocean's <laughs> just like a big lake. It really doesn't matter. Right. It's cool looking, but you get over it in about fifteen minutes. To the point where uh, I was in Mexico back in February. Yeah. Early February. And uh my my beautiful wife uh, and I were on the beach. Of course, I'm under hevel, hev, heavy shade, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I don't fry to a crisp, sure. and she wants to lay in the sun. Totally fine. I've got my book. I'm reading. She's laying next to me, and we get the, the guy with the thing, and he just stops, like, from me to you away. Just staring at just, and I, and I, Well, and then there was other women there, okay. but not just her. I'm, I'm assuming she was in viewing, in the yeah, viewing yeah, area, yeah. and I'm, I'm looking, uh, keep going. Like, yeah. what are you doing? Maybe it was you who was checking out. Could have been. You don't know. Never I know. do know that. But, um, but that, that's, I guess, the other part of this, too, where it's, we all know what you're up to. Yeah, you got your sunglasses on. You're just staring at chicks Same thing on we're the beach. doing. We're just not doing it with a metal detector. Correct. Right. I'm pretending to be reading my book, and I'm looking at other. No, I'm just My wife says to me, hey, let's go down to the beach, right, when we're down in Florida. And I sure. said, and I said, okay. And, we, and then she's like, I got to grab the chairs. I'm like, for, for what? And she goes, well, we're going to sit there for a little bit. And I said, well, I'm not going. I'm not going <laughs> to sit on the beach. I'm not going to do it. I don't just sit on the beach. Right. I can't, honest to God, reverse, I can't do it for five minutes. I Why? can't sit. Is it because you can't sit still? I can't sit still. There's no reason to just sit there. There's no reason whatsoever. But what about relaxation? That doesn't happen. Okay. That doesn't have to happen. I like to get up, go, and so, in oh. fact, the very last time my kids and I were down there, my wife was down there, and we went and sat at beautiful Bonita Beach, right? They went and sat down. I put my chair out. I said, hey, I'm going to go for a walk. And I got about 50 feet away, and I said, you know what? I'm going to go get tacos. So I went back, and I said, hey, <laughs> girls, do you want tacos? They said no. So I went and got tacos. Then I came back, and they were still sitting there. And I said, man, you guys have been here a long time. And they're like, oh, it's just great. We've been playing in the ocean. I said, why, why don't we go mini golfing? And they're like, oh my God, go away from us. So I went and played golf. So and then you're came back. that guy on vacation. Yeah, I can't. I, I don't I can't just be on vacation. What I just about can't do what that. about um your poolside? You got a cocktail yeah, in your yeah, hand? Yeah, no. You can't just 
No. You have to be grilling or you have to be doing something. Yeah, I can't. I, I don't grill because you can buy food way faster prepared <laughs> okay. for you someplace else. But you literally can't just chill. No. No, it's okay. I'd have to really? read a book. Like, I can read a book for a while. Right? I can How do long? That. An hour? Well, no, I can read for a long time. I couldn't do it sitting on a chair outside because I'd be hot or or my skin would wow. start to burn. I just, I'm not a great relaxer. I'm not a patient man. <laughs> And that's something I really need to work on. I'm, I'm working on my patience. I really okay, am. Okay. And and just that, you know, do you ever call somebody and say, hey, will you do me a favor? You are the same as my eight-year-old, by oh, yeah. the way. But, I, but I, continue. I, I, Please so keep going. Do you ever call somebody and say, like, um, you know, will you do me that favor? Will you go get a bottle of Harmony Spirits for me sure. at the liquor store? And they're like, yeah, I'll totally do that. And then about 15 minutes later, you're like, ah, I wonder if they did it. So you call them back and you say, hey, did you go get that Harmony Spirits? And they're like, you just told me. And I'm like, oh, okay, so you're not going to do it? So then I just go get the Harmony Spirits. Wow. Right? And that wasn't even a commercial for Harmony Spirits. No, but HarmonySpirits.net is their website. You should check out their tasting room in Harmony, Minnesota. And keep going into the local liquor store and asking for the Harmony brand by name. I actually almost wore my Harmony shirt today, but I didn't. That'd However, cool. I'm so glad that you mentioned them because we did have to get their plug-in. But you are that guy. because I just can't do it. So we were in... Florida for spring training late March. We get settled in. Um, first night we got in kind of late, so we went right to bed. But then the next day we get up, we go for the family bike ride. We kind of tool, tool around the little area. And then we get back to the, the house that we were renting, which had a pool. Mm-hmm. And uh, wife said, I, we got nothing on the on the docket today. We Oh, yeah, we we did go to a baseball game. Of so, course you did. Well, but you got, you're going to do that no matter what. we're home by 3 o'clock, yeah, right? Of so, course. so it's 3, 4 o'clock in the afternoon. She said, I said, what time do you want to eat? She said, it's completely up to you. So fire up the grill whenever you want. And we were, we were chilling. Really? It was 5, 30, 6 o'clock, and my 8-year-old looks at me and goes, well, what are we going to do? I said, this. Yeah. For a little bit. I'm going to have CCR blasting on the speaker system, and I'm not going to do anything, uh, buddy, for the next hour plus. We should do, you know that show, Wife Swap? <laughs> right? We could do that, because my wife, I'll say to her, like, what do you want to do? And, like, sometimes Sunday mornings I'll wake up, and I'll look at her, and she'll be like, no, no. Today's a Sunday. You get to calm down. I'll say, well, we've got to go to brunch, and maybe we'll play golf, and then I'm going to stop at work for a while. And then, and then what I really, I swear to God, Rivers, if I end, ever end up dead, she's done it. And the reason why is because I'll ask her to go to the Mall of America. Because oh, I'm so bored. I'll oh. just say, hey, why don't we just go walk around the Mall of America? And she looks at me like, I'm going to stab you in the throat. Actually, what she could do, because I'd kill you okay. f- f- in that specific case. That's her alibi anyway. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I, and, that's, and I, I'm a productive person, sure. but if it's vacation time, there's just certain points to chill. It takes me about six days to chill on vacation, but then that's really about the time I'm w- wrapping it up. Gotcha. Right? Okay. Fair enough. Fair okay, enough. Okay. Now I heard you had a story because you come in second place storytelling so, this time. Um, a couple of things that I wanted to get to, but chief among them was there was a big Monday night football game last night. I've seen it. So the... Uh, Aaron Rodgers-led New York Jets were hosting my son's Buffalo Bills in the first Monday night game of the season. And um, it was kind of a big deal. Aaron Rodgers carried out the American flag. It was 9-11. It was very, very cool. Um, He runs out. So I don't know if you heard about this, but there was a bar in Wisconsin. Mm -hmm. Okay. Aaron Rodgers. I've heard about bars in Wisconsin, but I have not heard of Aaron Rodgers used to play for the Packers. that's news. And I think I am not on too much of a limb that people in Wisconsin like to drink. <laughs> so, so, so far I'm with you. A Wisconsin bar offered free drinks 
if the Jets lost. Okay. So, hey, come on in. Mm-hmm. Let's watch the game. And if the Jets lose, Tabs it's, on us. it's on us, right? Wow. Aaron Rodgers got hurt very, very early in the game, and it did not look good for the New York no, Jets. No, it sure did not. People started to flock oh. to this bar. Uh, it was called Jack's Barbecue something or other. It was just outside of Milwaukee. Okay. People flocked to this bar. I mean, ran up tabs. Because they knew. Because they knew the Jets, Jets were going to lose. The CBS affiliate in Milwaukee, Channel 58, CBS 58 is what they're called. And I'd play some of the audio, but the video clip is extremely visual, so I'm mm-hmm. not going to play the audio clip. So the news s- sent a team really to this it bar. It was that great a promotion. To, to, because it was that big of a mm-hmm. promotion. And then they captured it live on television as the Jets won the game in overtime, and then everyone realized they had to pay, pay their, their tabs. tabs. It's I'm, I'll link it to the page. It's so great. First of all, it's brilliant on so many levels. The promotion itself mm-hmm. is is genius mm-hmm. because you got people to show up that probably just bought drinks just to be a part of the action sure, in the first sure. place. You got a ton of attention. And oh, by the way, you probably had your greatest night in years yeah. because of this promote this. Well, how much like if you were really winding it up, how much are twelve bush lights in Milwaukee? Because that's, <laughs> that's all they a had. Good point. Just constant bush lights. And they lights. weren't drinking Bud Light. They weren't drinking Bud Light. They don't even drink Bud Light in Wisconsin. It's no, Bush Light. It's Bush Light. Or Coors Light. I mean that that's what they were drinking is Bush Light. I wonder how many Bush Lights they sold. That I don't night. know, but there is one guy who has his Packer hat on in the video, mm-hmm. and it's you know the part where they pan. They call it B roll. Yeah. So the B roll starts with him, okay. and, and the anchor is going, and now we're going. And so, and the one guy's got the face the like head this bobs. as he's kind of turning, and then you see the oh the uh. crowd, and then that poor guy realizes. Well, that just cost me two hundred and fifty bucks, oh, or you know, what, that's whatever so the case great. may be. What a great promotion! Yeah, it was very, very I, funny. So, how do you feel for the Jets? I mean, I, I kind of um, like. I don't care. You don't care. I don't care. Did you see the Barstool Sports guys? Yes. And they were sitting down, and before the game, they were talking about was it Testaverde that? Uh, yes. The, yeah, and he said it reminds me of that where he pulled his Achilles or ripped his Achilles, and they just it was unbelievably mm-hmm. telling. They knew exactly what was going to happen, and sure enough, it did. What See, was Aaron Rodgers' guarantee this year? I believe 40 mil. So do you right think this will 40. be his last? Yes. So I think he, if you're 30, I mean, uh, I'm willing to be corrected, but I'm just speaking as a guy that has tried to be an athlete mm-hmm. in his 40s. Yeah. When you're 39 years old and you blow out your Achilles tendon, yeah. first of all, could you come back? Sure, maybe. Yeah. Would you want to come back as a? Comp- it, you're th- what else do you have to prove? You know what I mean? Like I get it if if it's if it's and it happened early enough in the season where he's got time to maybe to, come back to, to come back. But but why do you? Th- well, I'll give you forty million reasons. Sure. Do you think it's possible that some team, maybe not the Jets, or do they have him a second year? They do. But but, but again. I'm going back to, yeah. you don't need the money. Yeah, you don't need the money, but people still... You just um, ruptured Musk your Achilles. Okay. People still work because they right. don't care. It's it's about the game. Reverse but he's game. also going to be the kind of guy that is going to have a lucrative television deal. Is when, he? Oh, yeah. He's weird, though. But that's... I, I don't dislike okay. him. Have you heard Tony Romo crack a microphone? Yeah, Tony Romo's the best of the best. Uh, I'm kind of... I'm, I'm going over south. It? I'm kind of over Tony you Romo. You back on uh, Collinsworth, or who do you like? No, I, I've never been a Collinsworth really? guy. Really? No. I'm oh, not. he's good. He's... he's 
the captain of the mansplaining team. Okay. That's why I'm not a big yeah. Collinsworth guy. That's why I like it, because I'm like, what Maybe. happened there? Will you explain it to me, Chris <laughs> Collinsworth? <laughs> yes. Um, so, no, I, I personally don't I don't give a damn either way. Although my son was devastated, because he's a huge Josh Allen guy and a, and a Buffalo Bills fan. So They of looked he was, horrible. Yeah, they did not look good. It was not Josh a good Allen, game. do you hear those rumors about him being real lazy? I don't believe that's even possible to be a professional athlete and real lazy uh, All I at, at the quarterback position. Yeah, I, I would think that if you have to have a certain level level of work ethic in order to uh, because you just otherwise you would fail miserably and he's achieved enough success where I can't, I find that hard to believe. Maybe he's just well, you know, it didn't happen at the beginning, right? When he first started his first couple years, everyone thought he was a mistake. Yeah. And then last year comes lights it up and they're yep. like, "Okay, this yep. is the best quarterback of all times." We are one game deep, but I promise you, I promise you the Vikings are going to go on 3. So, I'm glad you mentioned that. Yeah. I was at the game on Monday. Or excuse me, on Sunday, my my youngest son is a massive. Well, both my boys are massive mm-hmm. football fans, but my son happens to be a, my youngest happens to be a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan because okay. he's a Tom Brady guy. Because he knows dad's a fan of Tom Brady, Gets so it, he became yeah, a fan of Tom yeah. Brady. All those posters you have in your bedroom. So Tom Brady. He, he literally became a Buccaneers fan overnight, which is fine. So that's just like his thing because his older brother likes the Bills, so he likes the Bucks. No mm-hmm. big deal. So I said to my wife, I said, "Hey, I, I, I'm going to take him to the to the game for his birthday, right? Because oh, his birthday's nice, yeah. anyway." So <laughs> we go to the game. It's me, him, and what, and his best friend. Okay. And uh, his brother, well, I, I, his brother didn't want to go. I off, oh, and so yeah. I said, "All right, fine." Okay. So I, yeah. I invited, I invited uh, our buddy Ben, uh, Ben Quam, to it. the game because Ben's a massive Vikings fan. So the four of us were going to meet at the game. It's all good. Mm-hmm. So we're we're walking from where I parked. Initially, I was going to park here, take the train. Then I thought, I don't want to do that with two young ones. Yep. So I'm going to park where I normally would park when I bar- when I bartended downtown because sure. it's a very safe, open parking lot that's easy to get in and out of. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have any sort of Viking traffic they have to deal with. Mm-hmm. And we're walking to the stadium. Beautiful 68-degree Sunday Perfect morning, day, yeah. right? Perfect to take an eight-block walk. And then we got to the what do you call the part of downtown where um, the, the the courthouse is on the one side and the Star Tribune building is on the other, and that's not accessible for vehicles. But there's the there's the platform sure. for the light rail to stop there. I forget what that part is called. In any event, the um, the two boys who are both eight mm-hmm. looked up at me and said, "It stinks here. Yeah, it smelled like weed." For five straight uh, blocks. I mean, five straight uh, blocks. Uh, and so that was fine. Whatever. You know, you got your homeless guy sitting here. He mm-hmm. he wasn't bothering he anybody. Care. And so we get into the game. We come back, though. And there are four guys doing performance art. And I'm talking about zombie, apocalyptic, drug-induced, comatose, oh, yeah. with their arms sticking out, standing up. And I said to the one guy... Because he was on the light rail tracks. Okay. And I said, you better get your buddy out of there. He's going to get run over. Yeah. He's fine, man. And I just went, oh, boy. Yeah. Let's go, boys. I, should, I shouldn't even have That's said That's amazing anything. that you talked to someone like well, that. Well, I, I, the Catholic guilt in me, yeah. if he had been hit and I had not at least attempted to say something, mm-hmm. would have would have eaten me alive. Well, that's nice. That's yeah. very sweet. Because I think there's a whole group of Minnesotans, I might say. There you go. That's one down. <laughs> Another one for you. Yeah, that's. I mean, it's a sad. Drugs, including marijuana, do not do any favors for anybody. No, but kids. FYI. I gotta say, um, when you go, so when you take in a Vikings game in person, um, um, as I did on on Sunday, 
the the people sitting directly around me, great. Couldn't have mm-hmm. been nicer. There's a you know a couple of oh s word, yeah, you know things yeah. like that. But that's gonna happen. And I I, I told both boys, hey, it's this is happen. just like you know when you're at a a, a, a Fairbowl Laker game, dugout talk. Sure, you're not allowed to repeat what you hear, right? That's yeah, just, yeah. that's just the rule. And so, but it's always the one guy where. Oh, come on. Like you should. Okay, mm-hmm. first of all, they can't hear you. Yeah. Um, and I don't know that they're probably not going to run the play that you're suggesting. And they right wouldn't now. even care to hear you. <laughs> but it's just, no. you don't miss it. No. Once a, a year is plenty. I the, One of the last <laughs> games I brought my kids to, there was a guy standing up just using the derogatory gay term that started with an F word. Oh, no. And he was just screaming at the car. I'm like, dude. What is your problem? Like, right. sit down and shut up. Right. Like, and then, then I have to look at the Vikings and saying, everyone can hear that. All the security can hear that. Yep. Walk down here and say, stand up. Right. We have a beer for you up here. And then push them onto the outside of the stadium and say, congratulations, you're never allowed back. And this just in, yeah. I saw some of the prices at the new U.S. Bank oh, Stadium. Crazy. Dear God, yeah. I could not believe what they were charging for. Because I thought, well, I better get him a Gatorade and I better yeah. get him a hot dog or whatever. I thought... Huh. Wow. Did okay. you say to your son, like, hey, I got you guys a hot dog. Uh, Johnny, you eat from this end. Son, you eat from this <laughs> right. end. Like the lady <laughs> in the tree. Yeah, you're just going to meet in the middle. <laughs> Whoever's fastest well, will get I the most. Well, I was smart enough to to grab some stuff. In fact, my wife packed some stuff for them to eat on the way to the game, so they weren't terribly did hungry you by the time How did you get there. it in there? Oh, no. Okay. No, like on the drive to <laughs> okay. the game. I was and like, then, you know, I'm come, like, how did you get those oh, you uh, can sneak granola bars and yeah, stuff, okay. and they don't care about that because they're kids. No, kids don't Kids don't get it. You throw in some M&M yeah, like, let oh dad's whiskey bottle. It's taped yeah. to my ankle. Let, <laughs> don't don't pay any attention to that. So anyway, um, well, good for you. I went to the Gophers game, the Gophers football game. Sky Yuma. Yeah, I, it was a really fun time. I had not been to a, a tailgating event for a long time. Okay, right. And so I was down there, and beautiful night. Right. I thought it was going to rain, but it was a beautiful night, and the tailgating was in full swing. Reverse. And it's a lot of fun. Wow. You should, because you can get right down there from here, right? Just oh, yeah. Hop, uh, you could hop in fact, on the train. I, this is what I, I, when I used, because I used to have go for football season tickets, and I would park here. And just ride the train. Or, or just walk. Yeah. Yeah. It's on not a that nice far. day. It's, five, it's, five it's a great walk. Yeah. yeah. It, and it was then you really, can, then really you can a lot walk of fun. on the way there. You can take a little walk and a little <laughs> ride. <laughs> right. It was, uh, it was a lot of fun, and it was really nice seeing the Gophers uh, win, right? At least somebody had a win in this town. Right, and it's. Yep. I'm just. I'm so excited. Do you think uh, I'm going to talk one more sports thing? But I think there's a, like a 99.7 percent chance that the Twins win the division. Yes. Right. Yep. What percentage chance do you think they won't win the division? I know I just said they have a 99.7 oh, percentage. Chance. Do I think? Yes. It's it's almost zero percent. I get that it's 99.7 percent chance that yeah. they win the division. I'm giving it a 40-60. No. I think they have a no. 46. No. You know what? It's point, Do you it's, forget it's, who we are in this town? No. Did you ask if they are going to win the division or are they going to win a playoff game? They're going to win this division. Oh, How? yeah. It's it's mathematically damn near impossible, Michael. 99.7%. Yeah. That's not impossible, Reverse. Okay, so and it's point somebody, zero whatever. 0.3%, one-third of 1%, right. I think we'll, we'll choke no, it. No, it's, it's, it's not. If, what? In fact, if you even looked at the betting odds right now, I guarantee you probably couldn't even make money. You couldn't even place a bet on them. Placing a bet on them right now at this point. Yeah. But you could. You want to take a little action? So it's sure. Yes. (laughs) Whatever whatever you'd like to wager, I will wager that the twins are going to win the division. I I hope I'm wrong. So it's funny you mentioned baseball, and I, I I'll I'll compound your 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 sports note with one more quick thing before we move on to something else. But 
my boys are now getting to the age where it's a constant game of asking questions about because they're uh, really getting into sports. And you love, which I love it. You oh love my God, that they ask questions it. about it's, sports. It's Nothing awesome. could be better for you. Well, because I've always said it's just a perfect gateway for fathers and sons to bond. Yeah. Right? It's 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 awesome. And so, and I love it because. William had his first football game Saturday morning down in the booming metropolis of Casson and Manterville. So we had an hour and 23 minutes one way and oh. an hour and 23 minutes back. No big deal. All good, right? So this is where we he has questions and I have answers. Mm-hmm. But um, we talked about this morning during breakfast, Eric Milton's no-hitter for the Twins. Okay. And the fact that I knew it was today in 1999 and I started talking about, oh, yeah, uh, I was sitting in my apartment. Uh, Mom had class that morning, and then uh, we were – and she looked at me, and she said, how how do you remember yeah, all of that? And why like, would you remember that? And she said, how do you know – I said, I remember they were wearing their um, – they were wearing their home whites <laughs> – and they had the, uh, the the it was the very rare occurrence that the twins had that remember that white sleeveless that they had sure, the that blue undershirt sleeve, yeah yeah and she said how do you remember that I go I don't know I just remember that that's what the jersey that they were wearing when Eric Milton threw a no hitter in 1999 well you were crying right and not really <laughs> not 99 no 99 I was about 22 so you didn't shed a tear when he did it no it was just cool it was okay. fun I just okay. remember I remember watching the game but but, but it was. She looked at me like, oh, my God, you are a dork. Like, why do you remember that? I went to the Gopher game this last weekend. I heard that. I cannot tell you what the score was <laughs> of that game. I have no co- – I'm 99% sure we won. I'm 99% sure we won because I. it's we long did. out yep, of my head. Yep, we did. We did. Right? I cannot tell you – I cannot think of one play that I saw that mattered. I, I, I well, I was think. driving back from a wedding, and I was listening to a healthy amount of that on the radio – um, so I didn't actually see any of it on television. You've been going to a lot of weddings. These have to be kids that you've played with in Yeah, so a lot baseball. of it is yeah, the kids that I'm affiliated with with town baseball. You know, they're all in their mid to late 20s. Okay. So they're at the, they're all getting, the married. getting married Because I was age. like, most of the guys our age are having divorce parties. <laughs> right. right? Exactly. And I'm being serious. I mean, they're like, right. hey, let's go, let's go sud some down because we're getting divorced. I have a story for you, Reavers. Okay. Um, I don't know if you heard about this, but a Virginia... Democrat candidate <laughs> running for the Commonwealth House of Delegates is being accused of performing sex acts with her husband in front of an online audience and encouraging viewers to send them tip money. I uh, I saw this story. I saw the headline and I thought to myself, huh, it's Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Mike and I are planning on doing the show today. <laughs> I wonder if he's going to bring this up. Could, I mean, could there be a Better Democrat. She's a nurse practitioner. Already makes her kind of hot, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She is running for the House of Delegates, and then she's doing sweet, kind things with her husband. I mean, that's a Democrat I can get behind. Literally. <laughs> um, you know, there's a phrase that we use in Garage Logic, which is the other show that we mm-hmm, that I am affiliated mm-hmm. with. Well, you're affiliated with it yes. too. Um. There's a lot going on out there that we have that we know nothing about, and I'll never forget when um, OnlyFans, right? Oh, when OnlyFans kind of first, because I believe that's where they were making. Yeah, it their was money. it was, was an it? offshoot of OnlyFans. Okay, something like so that, some, yeah. something along those lines. For those that don't know, OnlyFans is a subscription based web service where you pay money, mm-hmm. and ninety percent of the time that you're paying for it, you're it's for a topless photo of somebody sure. you might be a fan of, or it's whatever. 
I think it's really stupid because you can see that stuff for free. But anyways, anywho's, yeah. um, if that's your cup of tea, whatever floats your boat, man, I ain't here to judge. I, um, I, you know, I am not political. I don't care if you're a Republican or a Democrat. Okay. But this sweet angel has really changed my mind on politics. I'm okay. like, I kind of get it. Okay. All of a sudden, I think I'm asking more of my candidates now, right? I need to have more of what they have. Um, I mean, I think of uh, Amy Klobuchar. She doesn't do anything like that. Yeah, I, I don't know that. Um, <laughs> is that not is that not what you'd... I probably, yeah. I, Nancy I, Pelosi, I've never seen naked. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe I, almost, maybe I just... Yeah. Maybe but, I just... You can't be... Nancy might, might have been very pretty when she was 18, sure. you know, like 104 years ago or whatever. But my, I guess my, my point with the OnlyFans thing was I remember... The point where someone was explaining to me exactly what OnlyFans was. Mm -hmm. And this was within the last, what, 10 years? How long has OnlyFans yeah, been around? Yeah, about that, yeah. Okay. And I remember... Not that I know. I've never been on OnlyFans. I have no idea. But it but. was a bunch of young players mm -hmm. that I was associated with baseball. Okay. And I remember hearing them mentioning, oh, yeah, have you been on her OnlyFans account? I'm, I'm overhearing this conversation. Sure. And I looked at one of the, the younger men and I yeah. said, what the hell is an OnlyFans account? And of course, they looked at me like, "Okay, Grandpa." And I said, "Well, I'm, I asked a question. Yeah, I'm not trying to. The story. Yeah, I'm not trying to say me. get off my lawn." Mm -hmm. And it was explained to me, and it was this. It, it was as if I was explaining something to Joe. Oh yeah. And that's when I felt like, oh yeah. my God, there is just so much going on out there. And I said, "So wait a minute. Let me get this straight. This is uh, someone that you might follow on Twitter, or this is some type of uh, celeb, whatever." And he goes, "Yeah, yeah." And then you you get new stuff that that pops up every once in a while. And I thought, "Ha, huh, not for me, but go right ahead." You know, you know care. what we could do, Reverse? Oh God, what? Because we need a little extra money. <laughs> I'm not saying we do shirtless stuff. It would we'd be the class act on OnlyFans. <gasps> Wait, stop. Yes, shirtless lawn care. Shirtless lawn care. From Fratelloni. Yeah, I, no, you would make no, millions. No, I don't want to do that. Okay. I don't want to do shirtless <laughs> stuff because I'm embarrassed to be shirtless. <laughs> You're but in great shape. I'm in great shape. I'm not totally embarrassed. I totally feel fine. And I'm a lot better shape and, and than you're I was. In great shape. My wife saw you and said, he looks great. Oh. I told you that. Thank you. Yeah. And then I said, you shut up. Don't look at another man that way. I got super <laughs> pissed. I said, how dare you? I was like, I keep going back to that time when she saw me swimming naked in the pool and she's just like, ugh, gross. She says she never said that. That's why we're going to start this segment where she gets on and says, hey, I'm Mike's wife. Nicole, everything he's going to say here is a lie because she wants to preface all uh, the stories. Got it. So we got to get that done. Someday we'll get that okay. done. Um, her birthday's tomorrow, so maybe I'll bring her in here oh, and record happy that. Birthday, yeah, that would be really great. That will be what 29 I 29 again, right? Yes, 29 again. I like him young. Um, not creepily. She's an adult <laughs> and she's older than 29. You, God, you, you guys are very much age appropriate. We're, we're age appropriate. Right, I made right. that sound real creepy. But yeah, I'm, I'm uh, very excited if we would start an OnlyFans page. Garage Logic has the town council. It's true. Weekly Scramble could just have our OnlyFans page. True. I don't know if that's that bad idea. We could throw the ball together, you and play I. A little catch. We could play a little catch, right? Just sure. record some of that stuff. Sure. I could do some lap swimming or something. I don't know. I don't know. Um, you mentioned something earlier about getting up and getting and getting moving. Yes. And I don't know why I saw this, but something surfaced on because you know I get all of my news from social media. That's all you got. According all you to need, Joe, right? according to Joe. Mm -hmm. um, but there was a clip. Do you remember 
Well, it had to have been a while ago because Matt Lauer was still doing the Today Show. We all know how that ended. Lover boy Lauer. Yeah. Um, so Matt Lauer is hosting the Today Show, and Tom Cruise was an in-studio guest to promote, I'm sure, some other blockbuster movie he was a part of. Yeah. And, of course, we all know, as much as I love Maverick, the character, sure. he's insane. Tom Cruise is pretty much nuts to a certain degree. Okay. I, anyway, I think it's cool. Yeah. But... You'll you'll remember this when I bring it up. Remember the sit down he did with Lauer, and he was kind of weird, and he was yeah. like, oh, "You remember this?" And right? did he jump up on the chair? No, that was with Oprah. that was with Oprah, yeah. but it was still in that same vein of sure. he was. Really, but do you remember what the subject was? And there's a reason I'm bringing it up. Was it psychology? No, a little bit of not not. Okay. Oh, you, you're thinking Scientology. So, well, no, but he had some psychology where you don't want to take medicine for your brain, and yeah, yes, okay, yes. So, but do you do you remember what the overriding point was? Uh, something that Brooke Shields should have never taken antidepressants. Maybe. Okay. Okay. But <laughs> like I'll that. just get to the point. Okay. The point of his whole diatribe was we cannot continue to become a sedentary society mm-hmm. and having mm-hmm. a sedentary lifestyle yes. because it will affect our mental health. Got it. And I was yeah. watching this clip from whatever, 10, 15 years ago and thinking, holy crap, he is 100% right. Yeah. Because yeah. that's what's happening. We've it's, we've seen it play out where mental health, this just in, is a pretty big problem right now. And it's because, to a certain degree, we have largely allowed ourselves to become a sedentary society. That, Am I saying and, that word right? Internet, sedentary? Yeah, sedentary. And internet pornography, right? We don't have to bond with anybody anymore. You can just go, not me, but right. someone could just go on there and feel like they're bonding with somebody but, when in reality they're all But you're alone. seeing it so much now where you're seeing kids that are, you know, like children, kids that are obese. And it's like, no, we cannot allow this to continue to happen. And Tom Cruise was on the forefront of it 15 years ago. And he, and he knew it. I'm, I'm trying to think of... I think um, it was 15 years ago. Okay, whatever it was. Okay, now I'm forgetting this guy's name, and I and you're going to remember. He's a bald guy. He was just he was arrested and like lived in Prague or Morocco or something. He's the internet star, the famous internet guy, like the biggest guy on the internet. Okay. They did. Tucker Carlson just did an interview with him. Okay. Remind me of his name. Why I don't. Can't you? I have you no 100%. idea. You 100%. He's literally the largest person on the internet. He's the most searched name on the internet. Bald the, guy. Largest star on the internet. Um, why can't uh, he's controversial because he he ran he ran Hustlers University. Check Hustlers. You oh, are you talking about uh, what's his name? Yeah, I don't know. I don't uh, know who... Andrew Tate. Andrew Tate. Do you know who Andrew Tate no, is? No, I guess I don't know. Okay, who Andrew he is. Tate is by far the number one celebrity on the internet when it comes to young males. Okay. I mean, and I and what I mean by far, is he's he a, like, well, like he's, an MMA he, fighter. What, no, what is uh, he, he was? He was a, a kickboxing champion. This, oh, so that's and that guy. He, I'm thinking he's of. Okay. he's misogynistic, and people dislike him for that. But he said something that I thought was really logical. He had a, someone call up his show, and it's young men asking for advice, right? Okay. And it's a bunch of different young men, and and this guy is controversial, but he's the most searched person on the internet ever in the history of the internet. All right. Didn't know that, did you? No. Okay, Andrew Tate. Didn't he get into a little bit of trouble, too? He he was arrested and just kept in prison for not much, and they just kept him in prison for like nine months in solitary confinement, and he lives in Romania, if I'm I'm not mistaken, but now he's out, right? And so one of this gentleman called up and he said, hey, I want to kill myself, and he was really sad, And, and Andrew Tate Took it as like a man. He's an alpha man. He said, "Hey, I, I get you. Life's not life's. You know, doing this. They got talking about the sedentary lifestyle, and he, like you can't do that. And he goes, "Do me a favor. Don't kill yourself yet. Go ahead and do enough sit-ups that you have a six-pack abs." And he said to this kid, "I've never seen a person kill themselves who has six-pack abs." And so a year later, this kid calls in and said, 
my God, my, my whole life has changed. You're making this up. I am not making this up. Okay. It's a true, true story. All right, all right, and right. he, it's almost wants to make you tear up because the kid said, I was ready to just kill myself. Huh. I was ready to kill myself, but you challenged me to do something with moving around and getting healthy and eating right and, and finding a passion for something. And the kid became like a personal trainer and he had this super success story. It was, it was an add-on to your story about sedentary lifestyles. Wow. And it was such a great story from Andrew Tate. So Andrew Tate may be a scumball. I don't know him. I don't hate him because I think he says a lot of true things. And then he's a misogynist. I mean, he does a lot of bad things too. But this one story is huh. a good one that if you feel sad and depressed... Just go do some sit-ups. Do some crunches, okay. right? Okay. Do thousands of them till you say, wow, I'm getting strong, and you have something positive happen. I see. Right? I see what you're Steph saying. FYI. Okay. That's why I'm doing crunches every I day. I really hope we don't find out that he's a really bad guy. But He's but, not a really bad guy. Okay. No, I'm, it's, I'm, it's, I'm with you. Well, I mean, you have to watch the Andrew Tate, Tucker Carlson, X interview. I hate saying X. I okay. should just call it Twitter. He And, and I, it has like 200 million downloads. Okay. I, I don't know how you missed it. I'm, well, I'm, I'm looking, I recognize his face now that I, I looked him up. But yeah, I, he's a very, very unique guy. He, he'll, he'll say things that sound misogynistic like, um, you know, men are not equal to women. He'll say something like that. That sounds super misogynistic, right? And then he'll say something like, okay, that's fine. And what happened is he was on a podcast once and a man came to the podcast studio and was knocking down the door and had a gun on the other side of the podcast studio. Wow. And Andrew Tate said, you're right. Women are equal to men. Go stop him to the women that were on the podcast. And they're like, well, no. He goes, well, no, if you're equal to me, you go be the one who gets shot. And of course, Andrew Tate went out there grabbed this guy, took the gun away from him, and so on. So it was an actor with a gun. Don't know. Okay. Don't know. But, I mean, he, and he does make a kind of point, you know, if, if you want to, um, if men and women were equal, and I'm not arguing this, if men and women were equal, Titanic would have looked a little different, right? Because men would have said, oh, get off those boats, <laughs> right? <laughs> okay. I mean, if men and women were equal, all right, men, would have, all right. men would have said, I'm on the boat. You're not. But well, the instead, one guy, the one guy in the movie did. Remember? The one guy in the movie did. That she's all I got. Yeah, that's yeah. Or I'm all, I'm then, all she's yeah. got or whatever. And she's just sitting on this little piece of wood, and she could have scooted over and put the guy on there. She didn't do it. Interesting. Men, see, that was that's where men and women are not equal. <laughs> okay. I'm going to get some love mail for this. Yeah, you are. But I think that's it's love okay. Mail. No, I, I get. Think, no, but I get your point. Yeah, I do get your it's, point. It's, it, we want the days where. I saw this great, great thing where this woman said, what are we doing? We're fighting for all this equality. I used to be able to sit at home, <laughs> take the girls to school, <laughs> right? Make some dinner. And now I have to do all that stuff and go to work. Well, and that's the thing, because what I was thinking about when I was looking him up is, you know, this guy became famous because of social media. Essentially. 100%. And, and, and social media, I have my battles with it on, because... For everything good that it has provided to connect people or to, to discover, because basically if you're in the breaking news industry, you have to rely on it. That's mm. just that's yep, just yep. the way it is. But then, of course, on days like yesterday, you got to deal with, well, did you see this one guy? Oh, yeah. It's like, it's 9-11. Let's not... Let's not turn it into wild conspiracy Monday. You know what it's, I'm saying? And that's the underbelly of why I hate mm, social media. Yeah. And it's and it's it's here to stay. This uh, just in. Yeah, just FYI, it's the most popular thing. Did you guys discuss on Garage Logic uh, 9/11 yesterday? We did, however, very briefly. And and I even asked Joe when Joe first got here yesterday. I th I asked him. I said, "How much 9/11 stuff do mm -hmm. you want?" And he said, "I don't know yet." Yeah. And I. Not that Joe didn't want to discuss it or didn't doesn't obviously it's he nobody gets the the, mm -hmm. the significance of it more than the mayor does, but I I'm I'm always wondering 
how much is it going to stay with us? Because sure. we've seen it, you know, okay, a couple of years ago when it was the 20th anniversary, yeah. it was still a pretty mm-hmm. big darn deal. And sure. I remember uh, a couple of years ago, my oldest son asked me about it and we watched before we went to school, we w- sat and watched uh, them read the names um, mm-hmm. d- down at, uh, what, what, what's the plaza they call it now? The Ground Zero. Uh, uh, but there's a yeah, specific yeah, designation. Where, yes, but anyway, yeah, so yeah. we were watching that. And Liberty then, Plaza. Or no, it's something like something that. Something like yeah, that. Yeah. But my son then did a story for it in class, which I thought, oh, wow, good. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that they're still learning about sure. stuff like this in school. But then you think, okay, well, what's it going to be like in five years? Yeah. I, I mean, you I know, don't know, President Biden did not go and visit. And they said he didn't go and visit. And, he's, and someone in his press office said, well, they didn't fi- visit um, Hawaii 20 years after the bombing of Pearl, Pearl Harbor. Harbor either. It's like, ooh, that's not so good either, right? I right. mean, they, they might have done it on the 20th anniversary. They didn't. And Pearl Harbor is obviously a big, big thing. You and I are not going to Pearl Harbor every year no. to commemorate that. We are uh, also you know. not the president of the country. No, but I am. That is You know what? I don't want people to talk about 9-11. I don't want people to tell me mad conspiracies about 9-11. What I want to do is wake up the same way I woke up on 9-11 and turn on the news and have them say, a a plane just hit the World Trade Center. You know, play the news just the exact same way. Because remember how it came on to you kind of slow? I'll never forget it. I remember uh, I, I was in what month? Four of my first ever radio internship here in the Twin Cities. Mm-hmm. I was working for what was then called WLOL. It was 100.3. Yeah. And I was about to become the morning show producer at Cities 97. And um, it was me, uh, my buddy Chris Hockey, and Lee Valsvik. We were the morning show team. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't really have an on-air role, but I was, I was their gopher, right? Mm-hmm. And I'll never forget this. We were sitting in the studio... And John Lundell, God rest his soul, one of the greatest guys in the history of the Twin Cities radio scene, he was doing the morning show at Cool on Await with, I believe, Sioux Falls at the time. And he came in, he goes, oh, my, you guys, because we had, you know, ESPN on or sure. whatever we had on yeah. on the TV. And he came in, he said, you guys, and so he changed the channel because we were playing a song or in a commercial break mm-hmm. or whatever. He changed the channel to whatever news station. He goes, you're not going to believe this. Look at this. A plane just flew into the uh, World Trade Center. And I remember, I, I don't know why, I had I, I, I said to myself, well, that's not, that something's wrong. You know, mm-hmm. But it was the cavalier way in which, not, sure. not he that he wasn't taking he, he it serious. He just exactly what happened. He just yeah. thought, well, that's kind of odd. Yeah. It was that he was yeah. presenting it that way. And I remember looking at Chris going, this is, that's not good. And then all of a sudden, you started to sense the gravity mm-hmm. of it kind of just taking shape. And I thought, this is going to be a really bad day. Yeah, I just, it, was, it was definitely a buildup. Right. That, yeah. that, that, and I, I remember that same feeling too. I was like, what? Something's not, you know, was it a small plane? Cause didn't that just right before that, or maybe there was after it, some, somebody smashed in with a small Cessna into one plane in one building, yeah, something. you know, something weird. And you're like, how oh, did that happen again? Why would they report that across the news? But what I know, and because I've been on news programs before, sometimes the news doesn't report it till they really know. In fact, I was, uh, there was an, I was on a, ra- a television show right? Early morning once. And um, the news reporters were reporting that shots were fired and a potential officer was hit. Sure. And I was like, oh my God, that's a big story. And then the, the newscaster during the break said, oh, the officer died. And I said, oh, what do you mean? And they said, yeah, we can't say that yet because we haven't had it confirmed. And but it has the to be confirmed, dead. yeah. And I think in 9-11, people saw a full-size jet 
hit the World Trade Center. Right. They weren't saying that was a Cessna. They were like, oh, my God, a jet just flew and hit that, you know, like a full passenger jet. So they knew, but they couldn't say it on CARE 11 or, right. or you know. Or uh, NBC. NBC yeah, or right, anybody, the right? Time. They couldn't say that. And and that buildup was, like, so intense and so frightening. Yeah. And I remember at I was at work, and I just said to our team, like, just keep working. Like as stuff was happening, like our, our answer to this is to keep working. Yeah. Right. And it's, and, and not, I wasn't being a slave driver. Don't get me wrong. I was just like, it's not, you need a distraction. Like we need yeah. a distraction. And our yeah. answer is we are going to continue on no matter what. Right. And you know, and well, I, there we, was so much uncertainty. So much. There uncertainty. was just, I, yeah. I remember, I remember I was living in St. Paul at the time and I remember coming home from work because I did that job where it was this just in, it was radio and it was internships and mm-hmm. was unpaid, but yeah. then I had a job job. So I went to that for a couple hours and I just remember that anxious, I just want to go home. Yeah. Like I just want to go home yeah. and I want to watch the news. And I remember coming home, watching the news and it was me and my two roommates and my girlfriend, uh, who is now my wife at the mm-hmm. time, we just couldn't peel ourselves away from the television. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I remember thinking, this is, we're going to remember this forever. I remember watching the news going, this is going to stay with us forever. So that, but then I remember the next day, everyone said, Oh, gas. And I remember there was a little holiday on the Robert street holiday, Mm -hmm. just down the street from the, the, the crappy house we were living at. And they jacked the gas prices uh, up to. Do you remember that really accurately. Like we we don't know if it's a holiday. No, no, no. It, wasn't a holiday. it was a holiday. Okay, oh. okay. Holidays are great places. It must have been some weird individual owner. This was a long it, time ago. It, it was, yeah. because, yeah. and I think they just did it for a couple of hours. They didn't know, and they, they, didn't, yeah, they know. didn't know, and yeah. then they went back to normal yeah, like yeah. the next day. But they weren't the only ones because yeah. I remember yeah, seeing a that a couple people, of different yeah, spots. Yeah. But yeah, well, were, you just didn't know if if that yeah. was it. You didn't know. Yeah. I, but but my point was with starting the TV, like saying, "Hey, this year on the 25th anniversary, we're gonna commemorate it the same." Because that that buildup of like, what happened? Yeah. What happened? Like it was like a story unfolding in front of us, and that buildup was just so intense and so brutal and so incredibly sad. And then when you learn that the terrorists trained here in Minnesota yep. and even said to the training. Uh, guy, oh, we don't, don't need, need to, to learn how to land. Yeah, we don't need to learn how to land. I, I, honest to God, and and he said that, and he even said his spidey sense was like, what is going on? Why would these guys spend all this money to learn how to fly a plane and not land it? Right, but no one in times well, before out, that b- ahead of that, you it was out of the realm of possibility. It wasn't even a possibility. Right. If someone was going to hijack a plane, they were going to land it in Libya, and then they were going to ask for four million bucks. And you know, it, it, we just all thought we were going to be hijacked differently right. than pure death. It was so frightening, so sad. Well, I don't know if you knew this or not, but we'll end on this. Okay. Um, but the Babylon Bee mm-hmm. um, reported that President Biden did comfort 9/11 victims by telling them about the time he was playing Jenga and his tower fell down. <laughs> That's so horrible. He has to be careful with that. With the fires in oh. Hawaii, when oh. he said he, he knew what it was like, he had a house fire. The problem is, the problem is, I saw that yeah. and I thought, you know what? I'd believe it if he said that. Yeah, I, I just, I mean, <laughs> he, he really has to be careful telling uh-huh. stories about himself when uh-huh. a tragedy happens. Uh-huh. God bless him. I hope he does okay. I really well, do. Well, Joe said yesterday at the show, I'm saying the rosary for him because I don't day. want who's second in command Every to be day. running this country. I, I, again, I'm not political. It doesn't right. matter to me. I don't care. Right. But I want that guy to just have a good life. Hey, Reavers, you are the best. Thank you, Michael. And very, very quickly, uh, I want to give a quick shout out to our friends at 30 Bales Restaurant. 30bales.com is their website. Um, so it wasn't COVID that knocked him out. It wasn't everything else. They've got new construction now. Oh, great. Yeah. So I talked to Todd the other day. He said, hey, any love you can send our way would be much, much appreciated. And you know what? The Scratch Kitchen is still there. And if you want to help support them right now, 
go there, get a gift card, or mm-hmm. maybe just order some takeout online. Whatever you can do, because they just keep getting one avalanche after another, and they're they're awesome people, and their food is spectacular. You, you're undervaluing the few the food because the food is exceptionally different. Oh yeah, it's like weirdly different. Yes. It looks the restaurant's nice. Yes. It's a nice restaurant. Yes, but the food is a totally different level of food. Yes, every time I go there, I think, what is? Why is this? I mean, sometimes it's packed solid, but yeah. sometimes it's not packed solid. It's like, what is going on? The food is delicious. And they've got that great new patio. Um, so please stop in, say hi to the entire crew. Uh, let Todd and all of them know that you heard about it in the weekly scramble. And uh, let's get them through this other little setback that they're having there. So I, we, we really, really appreciate it. His name is Mike Fredoloni. My name is Chris Reavers. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll talk to you next week. Until then, cheers.